very brief this morning. Uh, it's going to be Luke chapter 9, verses 57 and 58. Uh, you'll find that on eight, page 843 of your pew Bible. Uh, Jesus has assembled the uh, disciples and uh, about to start out on his ministry. And uh, they say to him, well, where, Jesus, where, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Where, where will we be? And, uh, and so in Luke 9, verses 57 and 58, he answers them. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. May the Lord bless these words to our understanding. A couple of things before we begin the sermon today. Um, there are still copies of this book available downstairs for a suggested donation of $10 if you'd like to get one. And that line, Peter, home is the place where when you go there, they have to take you in. Who wrote that? Robert Frost. Um, and so, thank you, Peter. This morning, we begin our four-part preaching and study series for Lent on the book The Distance Between Us by Reina Grande. Distance is Grande's memoir of growing up in terrible poverty in Mexico. Left behind as a young child by her parents, who fled to the United States as undocumented immigrants in the 1970s, Grande was raised by relatives and always longed, as any child would, for the love of, for the home of her parents. Eventually, Grande's father returns to Mexico and takes Reina and her two siblings to the United States, where she becomes a determined student and reader and writer, growing up illegal, always cautious and careful, living under the harsh rule of her alcoholic father. But then in 1986, Reina becomes a legal resident, and in 2002, a United States citizen. So let's be in a spirit of prayer together. Let us pray. Oh God, bless us this day. Bless our ears that we might hear you. Bless our mouths that we might speak of you. Bless our hearts that we might be open to you, your wisdom, your knowledge, your love. Amen. And so from that text, and Jesus said, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And from that book, The Distance Between Us, in this excerpt, Grande talks about her birth, her ties to her native land of Mexico, and her lifelong longing to find her place and her home in the world. She writes, My sister Mago and I sat on the dirt floor of the shack behind grandmother's house, and she told me about the day I was born, told me 
that when I was born, the midwife put me into my mother's arms, who turned to face the fire so that the heat would keep me warm. As I listened to Mago, I closed my eyes and felt the heat of the flames, and I heard my mother's heart beating against my ear. Mago pointed to a spot on the dirt floor and reminded me that my umbilical cord was buried there. That way, my mother told the midwife, on the day of my birth, no matter where life takes her, she won't ever forget where she came from. Home. Home. In a way, all humans on this earth, every human from the moment of birth, we are all trying to get back home, to be home, to find and then claim a place where we are safe, where we are loved, where we are able to be the people God made us to be without fear or anything else to hold us back from home. Yet for millions of folks in our land, in our world, this question of home is a complicated one. It's caught up in laws and in dreams, in politics and in poverty, in war and in struggle, in hopes for a better life, and in fears about breaking the law and fears of the stranger. So as we begin this four-part exploration of immigration and the journey of faith, Using the distance between us, let's first look at some numbers about people, about people looking for a home. According to the latest statistics compiled by the federal government's Department of Homeland Security, currently 11.4 million undocumented immigrants live in the United States with more than half of those folks coming here from Mexico. Most are between the ages of 25 and 34, and 25% live in California. According to the United Nations, in 2018, 65.6 million people, the largest number in human history, are today refugees. Refugees, asylum seekers, internally displaced people, most often by war, who right now wander the globe, driven from their homes, looking for home. I don't know about you, but when I hear numbers like that, I feel so overwhelmed by it all, by the bigness, the seeming intractability of this huge human tragedy, of so many children of God on the move and seeking a home, a new home, and why? Because they live in poverty and they want to be able to support themselves and their families. Because they live in places that are violent and dangerous, where gangs or soldiers or even the government is a direct threat to innocent civilians. Because, like the author Grande and her parents, they who call the United States el otro lado, The other side, they desperately seek a chance to know a better life, even if that means the risk of breaking the law. Numbers, yes. But finally, friends, these are stories about people, just people like us, 
like you, like me, trying to find their way back home, to a home, home. True story. When I chose this book for Lent and our theme, Immigration and the Journey of Faith, I did so thinking, well, it might be a bit topical, but I had no idea that just literally two days after ordering our books, the whole question of immigration would so completely now dominate the news headlines and become such a hot topic. But friends, if we as folks of faith, as neighbors and friends and as citizens, if we cannot talk with respect and care with each other in this place, regardless of where we stand on this issue, where can that vital civic conversation happen? Can I get an amen for that? So, to get home and to go home and to be home. Even Jesus, Jesus, God's son, Jesus, who I guess theoretically could have ordered up a cadre of angels to build him a palace, who could have, I suppose, just stayed put in Nazareth, worked as a carpenter, and then retired. Even Jesus, Jesus lamented his struggles to find a home, to be at home, and to get home. Today, one of the most poignant laments we ever hear Christ speak. He's now in the thick of his public ministry. He's healed folks. He's fed the 5,000. He's confronted and upset the religious leader of his days. And now he's beginning to realize the very hard road ahead of going from village to village, of constant life on the move and depending on the hospitality of strangers for food and shelter, of being a spiritual migrant, never settling down or stopping. And so in a moment of incredible vulnerability and humanity, Jesus says, Well, foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And just so you know, the Son of Man is the most common title that Jesus uses to refer to himself. Jesus' fear is real. He's got no home, not on the earth at least. He can't go back to Nazareth. He is a prophet on the move with just a staff and a few meager items to call his own. He is a spiritual immigrant. Friends, in a way, we are all on a similar journey, if not on a physical road like Grande, like Jesus, then certainly on a spiritual highway like Christ, like all human beings. We seek a home in God in the deepest sense. That's why we have faith. That's why we come to church and seek community. That's why we have this desire within, a longing to know and be known and loved by this God who made each and every one of us. And so we hope to come home and to be at home in God. As St. Augustine said, Thou hast made us for thyself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it finds its rest in thee, I might say, until we find our home in thee, our home in God. Because we all, we all, immigrant and native, settled and seeking, 
newly arrived and long-time residents, we all, in the most tender part of our hearts, we all just want to go home and to be home. Can I get an amen? A little more Bethel-like. Can I get an amen? Thank you. And so, friends, my prayer is this, that regardless of where we find ourselves on the question of immigration, when we hear of fellow children of God like Grande, like the nameless millions who live in the shadows or who flee in terror from war, I would pray that we would remember that they, like we, that they just want to find a home. And they are real people. And in many cases, they are our neighbors and our friends. And they are pilgrims, in a way, as we once were, as we still are. And that finally, all God's children have this one basic human need, safety and shelter for ourselves and for those we love. To get home, to find home, to be home. God bless all God's children, every last one who make this journey. Let all God's people say, Amen.